Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different artist, and we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best. We also give our biggest banger from each of them, maybe a stinker, I don't know. Um, but before we do that, we get into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. If you don't know what that is, that's where we connect the band of the week to our boy Tom DeLong. And while you're listening, because I know you have nothing better to do, go to Spotify. Please go to Spotify. Give us five stars on Spotify. And only five stars. Also on Apple Podcasts, you can do the same thing on there. Please go do that. Uh, all the social media, we're at Asinine Radio. So that's TikTok, fucking Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit. Go follow us on there. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. We have a phone number you can call. It's 503-893-5307. Or if you're on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, you could just go down into the description and you can, uh, you know, leave us a voice message there. You could fucking, I don't know. Do whatever you want. There's a bunch of links down there. So go check that out. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So let's jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. Mm, what do you got, Jeff? Yeah, Tom go. did, did you do them? I did one. Wow. This was, this it's was too easy. easy. And, it's way too easy. And, 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 now that this Taylor Hawkins tribute concert thing is is oh it makes it even easier full on there i mean dave Grohl was there with travis barker so like forever now that's an absolute yeah. easy connection yeah. and then obviously we did meatloaf on the on on instagram not that long ago right did remember yeah, no, no. remember like rock the stone record said oh do, yeah that's right that's right that's right yeah. do somebody to somebody and it's like oh meatloaf and then we went there so i don't know i i, I just i didn't i didn't care to do it this week so let's just throw an easy one out there. We have Tenacious D's first record. Um, Warren Fitzgerald played guitar on that record. Warren is in the band The Vandals with Brooks Wackerman, who has played on one record and is one of their touring members. Brooks Wackerman played on Tom DeLonge's only solo record. So there you go. Tenacious D to Tom DeLonge. Easy Bing peasy. Pot. There you go. Yes, Bing Pot. All right. So anyway, let's move into the rankings. So... Tenacious D have four records, and like I said, we're going to rank them worst to best, give our biggest banger from each of them. So what do you got, Jeff, for your number four? Go. Their, um, their last album, their fourth album, Apocalypti- Apocalyptico. Apocalypto. Post Tilapatia. Post Chipotle. Post Apocalypto. Yeah. This one came out in 2018. I uh, actually really didn't like this like at all. I, I really... I really it was this was tough to get through, and except for the the like the title track, the post apocalypto, that song's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I, I dig it. Otherwise, I thought this was, I thought it was kind of pathetic. I thought this was like a band that is trying to redo their first album, was trying to kind of redo that humor, redo that that pacing, that style, but like twenty yeah. years later, and it was just it it came off as like disingenuous and. I don't know. I, I thought it was just. I thought it was kind of pathetic. 
All right. My uh, so you have no oh you said the, the no. title track right but that's that's not a like a banger yeah but that's that's it was a cool song it just wasn't cool enough for me to playlist. All right, so my number four is also this record, Post Apocalypto. Uh, this is the yeah, like you said, their last record. This is actually actually a um, a concept record. So this is the album is about uh, you know after the world ends and they're like one of the last people on Earth. They meet like a some mutated dog or some shit like that and then they they meet some scientists that can send them to space but then they end up not doing it and then they have to find some crystal and then they take that crystal to i think egypt or something like that it's a really weird story uh but musically there's not there's really not a lot here it's not that it's bad by any means it's i just forgot i was listening to it and i feel like on this record there were way more skits than even the first record and the first record had a lot of fucking skits. Yeah. But I felt like they were they were more drawn out and and everything. But I think it was because they were trying to tell a story and it was more of a concept. Maybe that's why they were longer and more drawn out. But I don't know. I, I didn't I just I was just kinda bored by this one. It wasn't really bad at all, but it was I was more bored than anything on this. So You can like listen to this record and tell they're they're telling a story. It's 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 that it's that aggressive and upfront about it. Like, yeah. like they they tell the story, and then it's just like the music comes second. Whereas in our album of the week, it's it's like they're telling the story, but the music's coming first, and that's that's what I want. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So let's move on to our number three. Then, what do you have for number three? Go. Uh, that's their third album. Yeah, their third album. That's Rise of the Phoenix, um, 2012. I I will say this was way better than I thought it was going to be. I mm-hmm. I've not I've not touched this since it came out. I just, I just don't care. I probably won't touch it again anyway. Don't care. Um, but this was like actual music album first, like the, with jokes coming afterwards. This is, I think this, is, this, this album is tight. It's sequenced well. Not a lot of downtime. There's a lot of really cool, kind of complex songs that showcase like kind of their best music writing than than any other albums that they've done. I really mm-hmm. like the the song Senorita that I playlisted that one. Oh yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. God, that song's a fucking banger. It's a perfect blend of jokes and music. And then it builds mm-hmm. so nicely into that rad, like, double-time outro. And it mm-hmm. turns into this little punk song, and it's, fuck, that song's a banger. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good one. Um, which, I, I mean, I'll get more into. But, so do you have anything else on? We're, we're flying through these already. There's, there's, only, there's only four of them. I know, there's only four, and there isn't a ton and, to talk about. Yeah, there's only four of them, and two of them are, are like, eh, I don't care that much. Yeah. All right. So then, uh, my my number three is their first record, Tenacious D's Tenacious that's cool. D. Are you serious? Yeah. It, that's just. That's I mean, I've always right I've here. always liked this record. I still like this record a lot. Um, but it, I really I really don't have anything bad to say about this one at all. I kind of forgot how much of a full band there is throughout a lot of the songs. I always remember cause it's been years since I li- I've listened to it, but I always remembered it as being just like a strictly acoustic thing with with the the skits and everything but there is actually way more of a full band than than i remembered which is cool but um yeah dave Grohl plays on this warren fitzgerald from the vandals plays guitar on this the keyboardist i think it is plays um from the keyboardist from fish plays keyboards on this one i think it's the keyboardist but um yeah they, they got like a cool ensemble to play along with them and uh this is there, there was a song though which actually ended up being my banger I completely forgot about this one, but it is so good. It's so funny. It's so stupid. It's the song Lee. 
Lee. Lee is it's so fucking I playlisted. I I swear to you, I have I don't remember ever hearing the song. Or I don't I just I didn't remember this one at all. At all. Is, is, I, this, the, just is this the so only funny. song you playlisted? On this listen through, yeah. I playlisted this one. I mean, of course, tribute. You gotta love that song. That song is is such a rad fucking song. But Lee just was the one that really stuck out to me on this list. Lee and KG, and then there's me. It could be three. (laughs) It's so good. Fucking great. Oh, man. But, I mean, this is is just a solid record. The skits are fun. They're actually funny. Most skits on on records are stupid and terrible, but a lot of these are actually pretty funny. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. I, this is this is still a great record. I I don't think I would ever get it on vinyl. I really don't think I would because I don't know how much how often I'd ever go back to it. So um, yeah, Tenacious D is Tenacious. Two D. copies of fucking bodies, but he won't even get Tenacious D. I'm, that's that's fine. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get one copy of yeah. my bodies, so. you know, sold, but you know. Oy. There you go. So what do you got for number two? Number two is their first album, Tenacious D, Tenacious 2001. D. The f- First one, babe, is where it started it all. It's, this one's iconic. It, it showcases a sort of comedy act turned rock band. There's skits that flow with with kind of the story of the album. I think it's also sequenced well. It's dude. It's just, like this is just two guys shitting yes. around, like at its <laughs> essence. It's it's near perfection. Songs are strong. There's a ton of stuff here I forgot about, and I laughed so goddamn hard when listening again. And like talk about skits, dude. The one note song that skit is so mm-hmm. fucking funny. It's really and, funny. And the way Jack keeps interrupting Kyle, he goes, "Next song, next song, next <laughs> song." And Kyle says, "Yeah, but anybody could wrote it." And Jack says, "But they didn't. I did." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fucking funny. And the way he gets so mad, he gets so pissed off during inward singing at Kyle because he's not even like inward singing. He's just. He just he's he's trying to mimic like the sound of it, and Kyle's like, "You're not even, you're not even doing it. You, you're still breathing." And he gets so he's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> asshole, fucking motherfucker!" God damn, dude, this is this is an unbelievable album. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. Everything about it is great. Kyle, I, I've I've come to realize is not as great of a guitarist as I've always thought he was. I've always he's been led good. to believe that he was. He's fine. I I, I think he's he's like a. Like if you went to go see a band play at like a bar and you're like, oh wow, like their guitarist is really good. That's that's like Kyle, that that's that's kind of his level, which is not which is not <laughs> bad, but like, yeah. But yeah, you'll you'll go see any punk band and think, oh my god, dude, that guitar is so good. Yeah, sure. It's so it's, it's so dumb. Dude, they're they're a duo that just has so much fun, and I I love yeah, this yeah. album so much, and and. It was this album and like Brandon DiCamillo that that really made me want to just goof around while writing music, you know, throw back to like Niddle Shins. Like these are the just two guys shitting <laughs> around, just writing music. This is like this is this is get at it. This is the first thing that comes out of our mouth. Just fun, improvised gibberish, that's just meant to be lighthearted and exciting. And there's also just some like super forgotten bangers in this one, like you tribute, fucking fantastic song, always be mm-hmm. great, but like Explosivo, man. Good God! Yeah, I that's an explosive one. So long. That's a fucking. That's like a thrash punk song they made. It's amazing. True. It's unreal, and it's cool because you can hear, you can hear parts of of Pick a Destiny here, like cock pushups that comes back around, parts yeah, of Kilbasa that is also in, uh, fucking what song was in Pick a Destiny? A part of Kilbasa sounds like another song in Pick a Destiny. I wrote is it down. Is it history? No. 
Maybe not history. It might, it's, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. Okay. And then uh, um, fucking... Classico, like they, they yeah, they've been yeah. doing that for so long, and so it, and we'll get into that too. There's a reason for that, but I, I just think this is, I think this is hilarious. It makes me laugh. I enjoy it. It shreds. It rocks. And there's just a slew of musicians that that are just a force to be reckoned with, right? Like God oh, damn, absolutely. And Dave Grohl is just, dude should just play drums full time and stop being I in know. a vanilla band. It's so annoying. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, <laughs> everything he's done. Seriously, everything he's done drum wise has just it just it's so goddamn fucking good. It's so Queens of the good. Stone Age. You know, Nirvana, obviously. You know, the Foo Fighters stuff he played drums on on the first record. There's a lot of good shit on there. Um, even Tenacious D, the stuff that he's done on all of their records. Like just, you, when you really kinda like break it down and think about it, dude, there's some great fills, great parts. He's great, so great fucking parts. He's so tight, but he's yeah. never complicated. And it's Probot, just, it's another band weird. Too. Yeah. So I don't know. I th- I would for sure get this in the vinyls if I see it used. Scooping it up, baby. <laughs> I really thought you already had this on on vinyl. But yeah, I, I apparently I, not. I've seen it new a couple times, um, but I haven't listened to it in so long, so I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I get that. I get it. All right. So my number two is the album Rise of the Phoenix, their third record. This one is uh, it's a lot heavier than... This is actually their heaviest record they've ever put out. More metal sounding, which is awesome. I like that a lot. I'm more of a metalman, more of a punkman than you. I, I know that. Um, but they also throw a lot of interesting other styles of music, like in Senorita, like you were talking about. It's just It kind of throws you <laughs> off because you've never heard them do that kind of style. I don't want to say salsa style, but it's just different you know and and they 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 dabble in a lot more and i just i really do like that the heavier parts of this my banger is the song death star i think that's just like a great great metal song it's catchy melodic it's just a great all-around song i yeah oh yeah totally so fun totally and the song so yeah death star is my banger but the song low-hanging fruit it's more of an acoustic based song but that guitar riff is identical to all my life from Foo Fighters. That dun 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 It's the exact I mean the riff is identical. They straight up lifted it from that Foo Fighters song. But uh still good. Still a great song, still a great album. I I would get this on vinyl if it was really cheap. Like five dollars. I'd get it for I get it for twelve. I get it for twelve. I'd also get, you know, Tenacious D's Tenacious D for 12 bucks. What if they ever impressed the Phoenix album? I don't know. I didn't even bother looking it up. Looking it up. That, one, that one's also cool, too, because it starts off with, with like them making fun of the fact that the Pink of Destiny bombed. Like it, yeah. was a, it was a commercial failure. And like that's <laughs> the, like one of the first things they say. They say people thought we were done because like our movie bombed. It's like, damn, okay. I like it. I dig I like that too. I think it's it's like I like the self awareness of it, um, but I know that I guess we'll, we'll actually we'll talk about it on the main episode, but um, about a sequel. But this doesn't really seem like it was a sequel. That I was I don't know. Did you it's, read Did you read that too? Not not that it was a sequel. No. Mm. It, it's well, a cool. I, album. I read, I read really that they were, cool that album. they were going to to record like a sequel album because the movie flopped. 
but then I, I didn't really read, I, I didn't read the lyrics on rise of the Phoenix, but, um, but I guess they were, they were supposed to talk, I guess the sequel was supposed to be that the band broke up and, you know, all this other shit was supposed to happen and it was them hating each other. And that was supposed to be the sequel album, but I don't know if that's what the lyrics talk about on rise of rise of the Phoenix. Maybe like the, maybe like the cover art itself is, is representative of like this, this wiener shaped Phoenix. They have to battle this boss again. Like they did, uh, Satan in, in Pick a Destiny. <laughs> I mean, it might. It might. That cover art is so funny. Too. It I, is. I, I it's really. It. I'm it's looking at it so again stupid. right now. It's, it's, it's just a giant so wiener. Fucking, though, it wings. is. Wiener and balls. Yeah. And they don't even like. They don't even hide it. No, not at all. They even have like the veins on the wiener and everything. <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, they did not give a fuck. So good. <laughs> so I just checked on Discogs. The cheapest copy of this is hundred is like a little over a hundred bucks. Oh my god! But at least they press yeah. it though. Okay. Yeah, I know it has been That's pressed. Good. That's good. But they're all they're both OG pressings from 2012. But yeah, yeah, it's expensive. I'm not going to pay hundred bucks for it. So there's sure. that. All right. So do we have anything else on uh, these Tenacious D records? Good job. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> Go listen to the main episode because we are getting into Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. So uh, that's it. That's all. Let's go.